Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. In today's morning briefing, I've entitled Miracles Among Us. It has thrilled me to see my readers so riveted by the Long Beach tales. Some have the sense of, but for the grace of God go I. Others, a sense of, what can God do in such a setting? Of all the street people I have profiled, the Duke of Earl has captured the hearts of folks the most. I've gotten emails from people around the country telling me they have been praying for him. God hears the prayers of his people. You will remember that my first impressions of him could be categorized as apprehensive at best and maybe scared in reality. The reason I first noticed him was because of his intimidating presence and dark eyes. All of that has changed. Several weeks ago, the Duke said, I am Jonah, which is part of the reason I highlighted Jonah this last week. I wrote with intention about the contrast between obedient Paul and disobedient Jonah, and that I prayed fervently for this man who could rock Long Beach's home for the homeless, Lincoln Park, with a life ready to be poured out for God. Ha! This past Friday, he called two women over to meet me. He introduced them by devilishly saying, I sleep with these two women every night. Really, I sleep between them so that they will be safe. They nodded. He saw my changed facial expression and said, Christine, what were you thinking? Those women, you see, aren't interested in him. Actually, they're quite fond of each other but he looks out for them just the same. What is happening in the Duke is quite amazing. Actually, it is miraculous. The heart change in the Duke is a miracle of the heart, a miracle of the will. One evidence of that is that while no one has officially said anything, there has been a changing of the guard, literally. Reggie has been my main man, my keeper, my bodyguard, if you will. But in the last weeks, it is the Duke who stands and waits for me to finish ministering, who stands and watches to the end until my Escalade makes the illegal U-turn in the middle of the street and heads into safer territory for one such as me. I concede, he said on Friday. I just turned my head and looked him in the eye but said nothing. See, it's working. The Holy Spirit is getting his man. Jonah is making a U-turn and thinking that Paul isn't such a bad way to go. Now I see why I've been on the streets, he said as he looked around. I can reach these people. I didn't say anything. I just nodded. I have learned that with the Duke, fewer words are better than many words. Yes, we are seeing a miracle in the flesh in one Vietnam War veteran who thought he was successfully running from God. Guess not, Duke, and I'm not sorry. A miraculous change is taking place before our very eyes. First mine, and then yours, dear reader. Friends, never doubt that God is good, because he is good indeed. I've always wondered about another guy's story. Everyone, of course, has a story, but somehow for people on the street, well, their story usually involves some kind of hardship and often a tragedy. 
One of the regulars who comes to pray in the Long Beach basement is Popeye, so nicknamed for obvious reasons. He is always interested in me because he knows so much scripture from memory, and if he falters, he knows just where to go in his tattered Bible to finish the thought. He is an inspiration. This week I had the opportunity to ask him more about himself. Seems he got very sick back in the 70s, even had some paralysis. Imaging revealed an egg-sized brain tumor. Surgery was life-threatening, but then so was any decision not to operate. The most incredible thing is that he not only survived the surgery in 1977, though he has three sizable indentations in his Popeye-bald head, his IQ was saved. The man is brilliant. He shares a small apartment with someone and makes his way somehow. He looks for a kind word to say to those around him, though they have to listen very closely as he talks like Popeye very fast. And he's always willing to lend a hand in service. Popeye is one of God's miraculous wonders in the Long Beach story. And then there are lesser miracles, which are no less God things, like Alice, who patiently waited to have a word with me and had to follow up on my teaching point. I had told them, you do not have enough time in your life to waste it on junk music, useless reading, or garbage viewing. Use your time to consume things that will cause you to think on good things. Christine, I live in my car, by choice right now, and every night the cops come by and ticket me. This last week, I played my God music more and more, and when they came by, they heard it. And guess what? They stopped ticketing me. I know it is because they heard my music. Oh, Alice, that is so great. I'm so glad you told me. Big miracles, small miracles, but all of them are brushes with the divine. All of them represent miracles among us. Oh God, come. Come and walk amongst us. Come and do what only you can do. Come and do miracles among us. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwomen.com, click on Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Miracles Among Us.